ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to today's episode of Uncaped Heroes. We're very glad that you've taken some time out of your day to join us. Sit back, relax, and take this opportunity to meet yet another amazing vision fly that we see shine around the world. My name is Stacy Johnston. I'm honored to be here with you and equally as honored to sit alongside my co-host, Kathy Holland. Kathy, how are you today? I am doing great. A ridiculous wind we've had the last couple of days, blue in the cold, so taking that in. But I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing really well. You know, let me ask you a question. You have not not to cross the line, but you've recently had some kind of outpatient surgery done, and you're laid up a little bit for a couple of weeks, and yet here we are traveling to Monterey, California. We've been around the United States more than once this week talking to amazing people that do great things. How, how does that feel to be literally looking at yourself laid up with your foot propped up here you are in Monterey, California? You know, I think it is, I feel blessed by the situation, right? The odds of me getting to meet our guest that we have on the line today, you know, in passing randomly are probably a million to one. So the fact that I'm laying here post-surgery still getting to gain wisdom from somebody is, I think it's awesome. How about you? I really love it, too. I love it, too. I like the option that we have to travel around, meet people, be safe, be well, and just shine light on it. You know, you listen to the news and you engage in social media for any small length of time, and you get this picture of this gloom and doom and everything's dangerous and everything's dark and everything's scary. And then we get the opportunity in the middle of all that to see this light that shines with all these people around the world that open space, provide hope, provide understanding, provide non-judgmental environments for people to do so many things. I just feel blessed that we get to engage in that. Me as well. I think it is, you know, I think it's something that not everybody gets to do, and I feel pretty honored to get to do it. Yeah, me too. All right, well, let's get our show on the road today. We have a beautiful lady that's uh, agreed to join us from Monterey, California, Miss Carrie Lawrence. How are you today? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you. And, and just really enjoying how you have framed today's conversation. I'm very excited. Oh. Well, good. Well, then how about you kick us off? Tell us who is Carrie Lawrence, what do you do, how can you do that, and how can people connect with you? Sure. So I um, I go by Carrie Clue and Lawrence. I changed my name a long time ago as kind of a an artist stage name. Took my mother's maiden name um, for for a variety of reasons. And I'm a stage director. And recently I started working on a project called Origin Story, which is a book about storytelling and controlling your narrative to achieve your future goals. Walk us through how your program works. How does someone connect with you? How do they 
engage in what you do? Sure. So I have a variety of different types of activities, both as a stage director and also as an acting coach and public speaking and personal branding, which is kind of where origin story falls into place. But it's a bit of a crossover because what I do is I, I work with people to help them feel more comfortable with telling their story well, discovering their story. So the book is written in three parts. It's discovering and then crafting and then connecting. So discovering your story, what you want to tell and how you want to tell it, and then putting the pieces together in, you know, learning about how we, how we use storytelling to the structure of storytelling, if you will, a little bit, a little bit more technical and then connecting that why of, you know, what we're doing here today, that why of having something to say and reaching out and, and connecting with people. And so, yeah, I offer coaching services for that and hopefully people will be able to get a hold of the book um, soon in May and uh, yeah, I'm just kind of sending it out there in the world to see what happens next. Mm, nice. And so I, I see on your stuff that you are also a brand coach. Talk about that for a minute. Sure. I approach branding in possibly a non-typical way because I'm not encouraging people to be like others. I'm encouraging people to find out what is unique about them and to celebrate that and to approach their work, their life in that way, to pay more attention to their inner voice and their desires to be an individual. I think we've been, we've been taught to pay attention to what everyone else is doing and follow lists of rules. You know, everyone has their five ways to be successful and follow my instructions. And I've just discovered that it doesn't work because we're not approaching people as individuals. Your priorities, your responsibilities, your life is so dependent upon your individual situation that there is no one size fits all. And so, so branding for me is really digging into what your goals are, what your measures of success are, and then really attaching your story to that and being able to talk about yourself and your work and your goals in a confident manner. I love that. I think, so important. Kathy, how does that all fit with you as an entrepreneur and all? I think that's, um, I, I think that's beautiful, right? The, a lot of people right now are in a place where they are rediscovering themselves, right? The last couple of years has kind of forced people to re-self-inventory, right? Reevaluate their situations and think about what they're doing, you know, change where they're working from, how they're doing business. And so having somebody that is willing to coach you through that, you know, finding the individuality, finding your passion, finding the thing that makes you the happiest is a 
it's got, it's, I mean, it's got to be a blessing, right? So I think that's, I think that's beautiful. Let me ask you a question. Along, along your journey and all the people that you have met and been inspired by, have you decided what you would define a hero as and who is your hero? <laughs> I love this question. It's it's interesting to ponder because I think, you know, so many people have that image of the, the person who in a time of crisis makes a courageous decision. And for me, my version of a hero is somebody who is making choices that may seem not as significant and yet for that person, they might be very challenging, but it's in service of making the world a better place or for future generations or for their children. And the people that I see making these choices the most are the creatives, the artists, and the entrepreneurs. And it's hard for me to to select one person in that category because I see us as being so intertwined and that I have so many people in my life who have encouraged me or who have shown me with their bravery and with their willingness to take a risk even though there were consequences potentially in order to, to have faith that that was going to pay off sometime in the future. Lots of, lots of artists who, as you said, you know, we're making decisions about how to live our lives and should we stay in that nine to five job that we've been told holds much more value than the non-traditional route or should we should we take that risk at creating a new product or creating a new way of working you know as you as you mentioned and so I see lots of everyday heroes in in my life almost on a daily basis when you pay attention to people who are making risks both small and large for themselves That's what I love about this question is the definitions that people have for heroes. It's, it's, it's so humbling to hear how people really define what a hero is in life because, like you said, we're pre-programmed from the time they're little. If you ask my grandson who's your hero, he's Captain America every time right up front. Yeah. So we grow up with writing. It's, it's the princess in the cartoons. It's the, it's the superhero, the guy that swoops in and saves the day. And as we get older, we look for those heroes, right? The guy in the corner office, the big investor. And what, when we step back and really answer the question, it's our moms and dads, our Sunday school teachers, those everyday people that come along and do something significant in our lives. It, it's a, it, sometimes it seems so small to other people, but it's so big to you. Yeah. Um, I know that as a coach, one of the things I, I tell people about setting goals you know, and like, wow, I want to change the world. And I said, okay, but recognize your goals don't have to change the world. They have to change yours. Yeah. And if you bring it down into scope, it's so much easier to see that, that forward, right? That, that, and fear so much, is, fear is such a big part of it, do you think? 
Absolutely. Fear is a huge inhibition to risk because, you know, if we go back to that idea of we, it's a natural human instinct to try to fit in and blend in with the crowd, right? It's a, it's a survival tactic. And yet now we live in a world where we don't have to be like everyone else. Those, those traits that are unusual and unique are actually something that's to be celebrated. And so it's kind of a push pull between what you see everyone else doing and that, and that confidence to be an outsider, to be somebody who says, no, I don't agree with that. Or I see that I could live my life in a better or different way. When you have all of these voices telling you, follow these rules, um, you know, act like this, be like this, dress like this, right? And so when you get all of those voices and you're trying to follow all those, it's easy to lose yourself in, in that process. And then I think you're right. I think to be a unique individual takes a lot of courage at first until, until it becomes a habit. Right. Right, but it's making that new habit that's scary. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you go, okay, let me ask another question. Yeah. All along this journey that you've been on as a, as a director um, and as someone that grew up as a dancer, I really appreciate that art side of what you do. Yeah. Um, and so as, as a director, as a public speaker, someone that helps you rebrand your life, what's a life lesson you've learned along the way that you think you'd like to share? What's something everyone ought to get to know? Well, I think – you know, like I was saying, I think what I've come to recently is encouraging people to develop their own measures of success. And what I mean by that is as a parent, for example, as a partner, as, you know, working in a certain industry, there are all of these measures of success. And I had a conversation with a good friend of mine recently and we said, you know, why do we focus so much on our measures of success, on our value of being work oriented, a job oriented? What about my measures of success as a mother? I have three young girls who are gorgeous and, and you know, have expectations about me as, as their mother and I have expectations of myself. And then as a partner to, to my husband as well and so I have many different categories where I have different measures of success and those are not exclusive. I can't just focus on one and exclude the others. That's not how life works. I cannot ignore my responsibilities or my priorities. So what I'm now encouraging people to do is look at these categories in their lives and look at your measures of success. You know, these five or 10, maybe it's being home at bedtime your kids or maybe it's not missing a birthday party um, or you know maybe it's uh, achieving this kind of promotion or award but sometimes we have to look at them in side by side and say okay if I'm going to make this a priority in this category then some of the other measures of success are going to have to be pushed down a little bit for temporarily, right? This week I might miss bedtime in order to, to move forward in this other area. But the other part of that that I think is extremely important is to evaluate where these measures of success come from. Who told you that this was important? Does it come from 
a work industry that, you know, is, is having expectations of you that are not reasonable? Does it come from your parents who lived in a different world than we live in now, right? So taking some time to define your measures of success and evaluate them and make sure that they're your own personal and that they relate to your life and the reality that we're living in currently. Mm. I appreciate that. You know, we interviewed a lady the other day and she said balance doesn't have to mean equal. Right. And that you just defined what that means. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Balance can be different today. I mean, that question, yeah, that question, having it all, I think, you know, you have to decide for yourself, what does that mean? You. Right, what's all for you might be completely different for somebody else. Right. So, I love that. So, let me ask you one more question. Yeah. If you could put a one-liner of advice on a T-shirt, what would it be? It would be, what makes you truly original? Question mark. And that is a million-dollar question. <laughs> Not so much advice as uh, a prompt to, to look within yourself for that answer. What makes you original? I love that. What a conversation piece. You know, that could bring up a lot of (laughs) Yeah, I love that. You know, and and again, this question is so, it's so much fun to ask because everyone has a thing. Everybody has some words. We've asked it, what, Cassie, 400 times? And not one person has repeated someone else. It's, it's just the coolest thing to hear the wisdom that's out there in this beautiful world. Mm. Mm. Maybe we can all teach Coach those above and see if we can't work this out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, everyone, great wisdom. Thank you so much for what you've shared with us today. And I know I could continue this conversation indefinitely, but we are at a place where with respect to you, um, Carrie is our guest, and with respect to our audience, we're going to find a place to wind down. Um, I would like to start by saying thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for what you do. Thank you for the space that you provide. And thank you for being a hero to probably more people than you recognize in a day. Um, and we are we're grateful for your time. So thank you so much again for sharing that and the light that you shine. I'm grateful. Kathy, how would you like to leave our closing statement with your audience today? Well, you know, Per usual, I like to close with a challenge, and our guest has laid a beautiful challenge out there, right? My, I'm just going to have to back that one up, right? What makes you original? Mm. I love that. We could just identify right and stand on that ground. Beautiful. Harry, we would be honored if you would take the stage and close out our show. How would you like to leave the audience today? I thank you so much for this opportunity to have this really inspiring conversation with both of you. And I would just leave everyone with the thought of collecting the evidence from your own life that gives you the answer to that question and 
the truth is, is that you've already got it. What do you want to do with it? 